Okay, interesting. Elite Casino Rentals has resorts. <laughs> Sorry. I'd love to rent an Elite know, me Casino. Too. <laughs> me too. How much for your Elite <laughs> Casino? At least for 5000 please. Okay, starting over. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Name Image Likeness, the podcast that's dedicated to covering the NIL world. I'm Wheeler. And I'm Chrissy, and we serve on the NIL team at VictoryFi. VictoryFi provides technologies that allow student-athletes to monetize their NIL, build their brand, and stay in compliance with legislation and school policies. Our Nilly.io platform is the easiest way to NIL. It allows student-athletes to build their own custom merchandise. So go check that out at N-I-L-L-I-E.io. And our framework platform partners with athletic departments to teach student-athletes how to manage money earned through NIL and navigate the NIL world. That's right. Thanks for that awesome summary, as usual. You're welcome. Um, gosh, as the doors are being banged all around us, Chrissy, how was your weekend? Well, you know, it was pretty good. I actually got to go on a party bus, which was really fun. I went with a group of my girlfriends around downtown Savannah. So that was really cool. Shout out to Image is Everything Party Bus Company. And I, right here, right now, want to say I would like to request that VictoryFi uses Images Everything to go to all of our meetings. I think that can be arranged. Um, it was really great. Did you get their number? Yes. Okay. So you, when you say you're downtown on a party bus, did you literally just circle downtown? Yes, for hours. There's a lot of traffic right now with tourists in town. I, I mean, Were you yes. mostly stuck? Could you tell that you were... Did, it, did you yeah. get transformed to a different place? It or? was well. The the windows are like darkened, so you know you're more in your own world. But this was during broad daylight. It was like a, a ladies' brunch and then a party bus. So, but you could you could you know stop and go. I'll tell you what, that sounds fun, and I wish we had used that to go to Thomason this this week. <laughs> Me too. That would be amazing. Not that the drive is bad. It's not necessarily that far. It's just um, I'd much rather have done it on a. Image is everything party bus. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we really, we had a bunch of meetings this week and I would have gone to every single one of them on that party bus. Um, you know, we, we have so many fun plans in 2023 and we did take time this Wednesday to attend the GHSA meeting in Thomaston, uh, like, like you were discussing. And that's actually one thing we're going to kind of talk about, but it would have been so much better. It was great, but it would have been better on a party bus. For sure. Um, actually, that's going to be a, a huge topic of what we're covering mm -hmm. today. Um, the GSA, GHSA is the Georgia High School Association. Um, we actually got to attend and sit in on one of their meetings, which was really cool and exciting. During this meeting, the Board of Trustees discussed several important topics related to Georgia high school athletics. And then at the very end, which is what we're there for, is just a little bit about NIL, which is kind of funny because we we're talking to a few guests or people there. And they've been to these meetings in the past, right? This is our first one. Mm -hmm. And so when the the last item is what you're looking to discuss or to hear, you know, people talk about. Um, they're just didn't, they didn't seem hopeful that we'd get to it. So yeah, they're like, so sorry, y'all drove from Savannah again. Get the party bus, and I would regret nothing. Right. Well, you know, luckily all, we did talk about it though. All that, yeah. All that to say is that the board was awesome. They were super efficient, and um, we actually got to speak. Like I mentioned, a couple of the attendees while they're making a meeting with an athlete um, about the downsides at the high school level of NIL. And so we're going to cover some of these downsides in our main segment. So. Yes, it's it's pretty interesting, and it's something everyone's going to think about. We are talking about high school, but it's totally relevant on the college level, too. It, it was really good. 
Um, but before we get into anything else, we also wanted to give a little shout out to our listener, Ryan. He is working on a really interesting research project related to NIL, and he shared his project with us last week. We were really impressed. We loved going through it. Yeah. How many pages was that? It was like 20. It was, and it's just the beginning. Like he hasn't even started the actual experiment. Yeah, no, Ryan's on top of it. So please, please, Ryan, thank you so much for reaching out and let us know how it goes. Um, And for our listeners, Ryan, he has this really great study related to the promotional power of college athletes. And particularly, if I'm not mistaken, with small towns. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's super cool. It's super interesting. We can't wait to follow along. Um, And this study will soon begin and we're, like we mentioned, excited to hear how it goes. So, yes. Yeah. Go, ups, Ryan. Ryan. Yes. Go. This was awesome. Anyone else who's doing a project, share it with us. We love it. It was so cool. We love hearing from our listeners. So keep all of the uh, love and information coming. We are, we're down. But Wheeler, would you like to go to the news and facts? I would love to. Let's hop into it. Let's do it. News and facts. So, fun, 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 right? Olivia Dunn's fans are going crazy. Um, If TikTok wasn't enough to prove that it just makes people crazy, she, Olivia, didn't even compete at a recent gymnastics event that was held in Utah, but a group of male fans started chanting for her outside of the meet. So, um, it's just interesting that she's gotten so popular, not only on TikTok, but social media. And of course, NIL has allowed her to do this and monetize it and grow her brand. And so she is kind of like your first real, um, I guess she's she is the the most recent superstar of NIL, you could say. And it's, it's interesting because, A, it's kind of disrupting the gymnastics, which I find funny that a group of, of like six, seven, you know, eight people can stand out at an event. So maybe like at tennis, you just can't yell, you know, gymnastics it takes a lot of concentration. You got to show courtesy. It's just, it's how things have been done mm-hmm. forever. And then you have people come in there just acting a fool and disrupting. There's just no place for that. So again, though, it's interesting. They had to up security. They have to do all these extra measures and put these precautions in place because these sports are starting to see different kinds of fans. And yes. it's that, you know, TikTok, they think they know somebody, but they don't kind of thing. I also, do you know what? I bet a million dollars that these were just a bunch of LSU fraternity pledges. You think I so? bet a million dollars. I bet someone they were just like, okay, this is your assignment for tonight. Go be a uh, you have to go, super fan. Yes, I, that just seems like something that like an SEC fraternity guy would do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, maybe it is like a fan who just absolutely loves her, but that feels like I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, it is. There's a lot of attention on it, good or bad. Yeah, it's there. I love it. So. Sportico has published a few interesting predictions. First, the publication says that college athletes could become recognized as employees of their schools going forward, conferences and the NCAA in in a couple different ways. First, through court rulings, then NLRB decisions, a new federal law, new state law, or voluntary recognition by schools or the NCAA. I thought that was an interesting prediction, just that maybe this would actually come to light. Second prediction, the case of House versus the NCAA will gain more attention. This contends, this case contends that the NCAA and its members violated antitrust law by collectively denying NIL and broadcast revenue. The case is before Judge Claudia Wilkin, and the trial is set for September 16th of 2024. The third interesting prediction, uh, this article suggests that nothing 
is expected to happen in terms of national legislation related to NIL, and I absolutely agree. Completely agree. (laughs) And then fourth, student athletes will think a little harder when deciding to promote a company. If y'all, you know, don't know what I mean, listen to our episode about the collapse of FTX and its impact on the athletes who endorse this company. But just they're just saying athletes are actually going to think a little bit before jumping in and totally promoting a brand they don't know that much about. Yeah. And again, we're seeing that the athletes don't know much about any of these brands that they're promoting. I mean, some obviously do the research and I think they are the um, exception exception to the Mm -hmm. rule. Yeah. Like they're just if somebody's giving anybody an opportunity to make some bucks. They're jumping at it. Yes. So that's super interesting. Those are some cool uh, things to keep. Yeah, some some predictions. We'll see if they come true. Well, we have a new collective that has launched to support the University of San Francisco athletes. If I'm not mistaken, the Dons. Uh, Are they the Dons? Anyways, Mm -hmm. the Hilltop Club Collective will focus on giving athletes a chance to earn NIL income while giving back. Same kind of thing you've seen in the past. Athletes' appearances will center around youth camps and hospital visits which is different and very, very cool. I love that. I think that's super sweet. Why not, you know, earn a little money and do good. I love that. Yeah, no, it's cool. That's a great way to build up a brand. Yes. Okay, Elite Casino Resorts has announced that it will be the exclusive casino partner of the Swarm Collective, supporting University of Iowa athletes. The contribution is part of Elite's Giving Back program that makes charitable contributions to local nonprofits, fire departments, and law enforcement agencies. So that's that's pretty cool since the Swarm is a nonprofit. I actually thought this was interesting because gaming is involved um, with an NIL opportunity. So I went on the hunt and looked for the University of Iowa NIL policy. Iowa has partnered with Influencer for NIL resources, and together they've created the Hawkeye Flight Program. So I looked at this policy, and it was really, really vague and didn't really say, like, what was not allowed other than talking about, like, university logos and stuff. Um, It also looks like a state bill has been proposed, but it looks like I didn't really – it looked like it stalled. I didn't really see anything come out of it. Uh, Something was introduced. I think it was back in 2021 that I can tell, but I just, I thought this was really interesting that, you know, gambling company was involved with NIL. NILSU has organized another networking event for athletes. Build Your Board, a networking opportunity for LSU student athletes and members of the Louisiana business community, returns to the Pete Maravich Assembly Center on Thursday, January 26th at 6 p.m. Panelists from Meta will also join the event. Nick Marquez, he's a sports creator and emerging athlete lead, uh, from Instagram and Dev Sethi, head of sports at Instagram, will lead a discussion and provide perspective on branding and opportunities from the largest social media network in the world. Interesting. That'd be interesting to attend. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of backing and power behind both Instagram, Facebook, Meta, whatever you want to call them these days. Yeah. Uh, good for them. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, Baylor Athletics has announced the establishment of an NIL Advisory Council. Six members of the Advisory Council are Baylor graduates and their supporters of the university. The group guides NIL partnerships for the university, including partnership with Startup Waco. Startup Waco is a partner of Baylor Athletics and has formed the GXG to help with NIL activities. Startup Waco is actually a nonprofit, and they focus on supporting entrepreneurship in Waco, which is pretty cool. That's really cool to hear about Baylor um, and just kind of all the things they're doing in, in Texas. So I guess, Chrissy, now is the time. Should we just hop into Mathlete? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. It's time for Mathlete. I am Wheeler, the NIL Mathlete. I won a math trophy back in sixth grade, so you know you can trust my math. 
Today, we're going to take a look at how NIL may or may not affect high schools. So anyone that's kept up with college sports, if you're not under a rock, you'll know that the importance of the transfer, port transfer portal and how it's made waves in college sports. Is it too much to think that NIL will have the same effect at the high school level? And how could these athletes transferring schools at, in the high school level for NIL opportunities affect revenue? And what I'm going to explore in particular is ticket sales. So I made a simple model of three high school stadiums, one at 1,800 seats, one at 3,000 seats, and one at 8,000 seats. And for fun, I made one for the Super Texas schools at 14,000 seats. So in this, it's really fun because I made the assumption that of a game, a home game, of, of like the total seating capacity, only 35% of the stadium will be filled. Okay, and then I had this idea of called a transfer effect. So I'm saying that if NIL athletes transfer to a school, say it has a 10% bump for one school, or NIL athletes leaving is a 10% bump in the negative direction for that other school. And so multiplying by your average cost of ticket at $8, I started to run the numbers. And so your, your base game totals at your 1800 student uh, stadium is looking at about $5,000 per game. At a 3,000 seat stadium, you're looking at about $8,400 a game. And at 8,000 seat stadium, it's about $22,000 per game. So when you kind of factor in this negative and positive 10% swing that the athletes could or could not provide to ticket sales, you're looking at a difference of $1,400 per game for the lowest level, $2,400 at the medium level, and the 8,000 seat tier, $6,400 a game. And over a five-game home season, so like an average of 10 games per year, that's looking at a difference of about $7,000, $12,000, or $32,000. So it's really not that much um, as far as ticket sales goes in numbers, but these programs that rely on it, it could be a really, really big deal. So that's why a lot of athletic directors and, and people at the high school level are, they're concerned. And it makes sense because the dollars are changed. So that's it. Absolutely. That is so interesting. And I guess speaking of this impact on high school athletics, should we go to our main segment to kind of talk a little bit more about this? Let's do it. So as we mentioned earlier, we had some great conversations this past week with some IDs from across Georgia. Obviously, we are very much you know, pro NIL on the high school level, just by the name of our podcast. But, you know, we, and we even have some NIL high school athletes on the Nilly platform, but there are definitely some obstacles that need to be considered in any state thinking about allowing NIL opportunities to minors at the high school level. Yeah. So these are a few of the things that kind of caught of our attention. Um, we're calling this four reasons why NIL may be a bad idea on the high school level. First, establishing collectives will create a large disparities between schools. This is possible. These are things we predict mm -hmm. may happen. Some schools have boosters who have the pockets to gather a collective together, and others don't. They just simply do not have the resources in place, especially at a high school in a small town. Absolutely. I mean, this could cause many transfers. Like we were saying, it happens a lot already. So is this going to drive more our student athletes, you know, going to a school that has more exposure and maybe better facilities or anything already now, just trying to get get to the next level? Will NIL make that difference? Or I guess my other question is, will the schools that are are already attracting the top talent, will they still just be the top NIL schools too? Or will it change to something else? Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, facilities 
they also could suffer if there's less dollars to go around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the second thing is there's a finite amount of money on the high school level, right? You know, like boosters who are supporting athletic programs, they actually, this could be weakened if if their donors are not, no longer giving to the athletic program. Now they're giving to individual athletes. Yeah. It's super interesting when it comes to athletics, a lot of things can be affected. And like we mentioned, so like your sales of the game, would NIL, can you see like, at what point is it a benefit to one? Is it really truly a detriment to another? Is What's going to be the good thing of mm-hmm. all that? Um, you know, a, a school that, like we mentioned, that has 8,000 seats and fills it out just at like our 35%. I mean, if they can get that up to 50, 60% and kind of create their marketing, NIL did a great thing for them. And they're going to be singing the praises. And most likely they're going to have more money to be singing the praises. So what you're going to hear is that NIL is great. It's just it's going to be kind of interesting to see what's going to happen at these smaller schools um, and like if they can still support some of these programs. But, you know, things have been going on for so long. Mm-hmm. Money's we've gone through different kinds of, of cycles and, you know, we've had recessions. We've had things that the athletic programs had dealt with in the past. You're just going to see more of that until things even out. So I, I truly think that it's going to be just fine. It's just going to take some adjustment time to kind of hit that resonance. Absolutely. Okay, what's what's next? What's next? Okay, this is actually interesting because um, it's really high schools, anybody that played high school sports really knows that you're at a very formative time in your life. And it's teaching you more than just, it's teaching you how to be a good team player. Mm-hmm. It's teaching you how to work together and to, you know, push yourself beyond what you thought you were capable of to achieve a greater goal. And that's kind of what sports was and what it should still be at the high school level. And so a lot of people are concerned about the classic old saying, there's no I in team. Mm -hmm. So will telling athletes they should go out and promote themselves for NIL opportunities take away from the sense of camaraderie that coaches are trying to build their teammates? I mean, I could see that. I definitely think if someone, again, this is also on the college level and maybe this isn't, but high school is so, you're so with your team and and you're also so young and it's so, I don't know, it could be easy to get caught up in feeling like you're a big star if you're if you're making a lot of money in NIL. Yeah, I but it's so funny. But are they going to be? Is there, there might, what is it? Um, it's just a small percentage of high school athletes are, that can do NIL are doing NIL. You know, like every time you watch a movie and you see the typical high school setting, it's not how it is, but it's not far off from how it is either. So you have your jocks, right? Well, then, you know, even have it broken down into freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. You already have them broken down to freshman, JV, varsity. So things are already kind of segmented. So, you know, people are going to hang out with who they're going to be around. And so if you can encourage more people to learn how to do business skills and promote themselves, is that a bad thing? Yeah. No, I mean, I can see both sides. But I definitely see where if you are not mature enough to handle that, then maybe that could be a little tough. Luckily, in high school, they have their parents. They kind of have to, right, mm-hmm. to sign some of these contracts mm-hmm. if they're not 18. Um, and hopefully they have the right people guiding them. Mm-hmm. That That's a true issue that I think is that you have parents that are in it for the parents and not their their child's best um, interest in mind. So, Absolutely. I guess that kind of is our, our fourth thing. Um, true. I'll this think. is – yeah, this is about – I guess this is more about like the sidelines, but – in general, I feel like that opens up a whole conversation. So, you know, what's going to happen when the athletes have their own representatives that are on the sidelines, like extra photographers or, or anyone else, you know, since the athletes kind of need their own pictures or might need something else, 
now now they're seeing themselves as a business entity and they think that they can also have their representatives there. Should they have them? It's going to crowd the sidelines. What's that going to do? I, I can tell you the answer to that's going to be absolutely not. <laughs> so there is still a ton of control at the high school level of what happens on the mm-hmm. sideline. Um, yeah, they're just going to say, no, you, you just can't have your six social media photographer. But nobody's going to have that, right? No. Um, and maybe they should look at providing, I mean, if that's something that the athletes want, Maybe there is a way that you could find a balance there mm-hmm. where it could, you know, you could have a professional that represents the whole team mm-hmm. or just like it's there for social media content creation mm-hmm. instead of just having a bunch of individuals contracted to do the work. You know, I just wonder if, so just thinking about NIL and high school in general, I see where you're going to have your stellar athletes. They obviously want to to do this. But then you have kind of everyone else. And within that bucket of everyone else, you also have a huge chunk of kids who have never had, not necessarily that their family is is wealthy, but they've never had to think about money because their parents pay for everything. So they just don't have any appreciation of earning it. And we even see that like on the Nilly platform where you have kids sign up, but once you realize that you have to do a little bit, you're not really interested because like you just don't see, you don't recognize the need to earn money. It doesn't really mean anything to you because everything is given to you. So I kind of wonder like how many kids are even going to do this? Unless you're, you're kind of guaranteed basically a huge amount of money. That's the collectives. You don't care. That's, that's the thing. That's what people are really concerned about are the collectives forming and guaranteeing the money and kind of starting what we're seeing is like, this isn't truly pay for play, but if you come here, Mm -hmm. you know, we have Friday night lights, the car dealership guy is going to give you a deal. Now, how much that's going to be, the money's just not in high school at the level that it is Mm -hmm. at the college level. So I don't think we're going to be seeing deals in the hundreds of thousands, right? Or millions. But it wouldn't shock me to see an athlete getting a car. Really? You think they would give a 16-year-old a car? Why not? They can drive. What about a 15-year-old? What about learner's permit? (laughs) (laughs) Scooters. Well, hell, just go give them all scooters. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many different things you could do. Um, I don't think that people should be too scared of it, though, because really, again, you have to convince people to give money. And that's not an easy sell when there's a lot of people that are trying to get people's money these days. Yeah. I mean, but I guess that's back up to the second thing we were talking about is if there's only so much money is the best use of it to go to the individual athletes to like attract one big player to come to your school, basically. I know that's not what you're supposed to do, but it's kind of what happens sometimes. Um, Is that the best or is the best to like guarantee that your locker room looks great? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, uh, the best is whatever it does to win games to build your program. True. True. I don't know. um, I don't know. It's interesting. I'm very curious to see how this shakes out. I mean, we have like about half the states now have passed something saying that, you know, high school athletes, can do NIL. So it seems to be that's the way we're going, but it's, it's a very interesting conversation and there's definitely some pitfalls to, to be navigated. Yeah. It's the age. It's a true pitfall. It's like, you just don't know how these kids are going to react. Well, they also can't sign a contract. (laughs) What are we doing? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like they can, they should be able to represent themselves. Mm -hmm. It is their life. And if someone wants to give them money, why can't they take the money? Yeah. As long as they don't follow the same rules. Yeah. Right. Don't don't use your school's uniform. Don't use the school's imagery. And anything that the school has copyright to, mm-hmm. it's not yours. But anything else is fair game. So go try it and push the limits and let's just see what happens. 
interesting. Cool. I'm curious to see what happens. Okay, so should we go to the Nilly segment? Let's do it. Okay, this week we want to introduce a few more Nilly athletes. Let's do a Nilly athlete roll call. Hi, uh, my name is Ethan Thompson. I play cornerback at West Texas A&M, and I'm just excited to join the Nilly fam to put on for my town, my school, get my name out there, make money while doing it. Uh, my name is John Hunt. I run track and field, and I run at Western, and I'm excited to partner with them so I can get my name out there. Welcome to the Nilly fam, guys. We are so excited to have these athletes with us on the Nilly platform. And if you have an athlete that would like to join us, visit Nilly.io. So, Chrissy, do you have a favorite recent NIL Nilly of the week? I definitely do. My Nilly this week is about Sam Breen and her dog. She's a student athlete from the University of Massachusetts. She has partnered with the Dak and Humane Society to develop a line of basketball-shaped dog treats called Turbo's Treats, and they're now available online. Turbo's Treats can be purchased in individual packets or by subscription. All proceeds benefit the Humane Society. She is also a member of the Massachusetts Collective, and they help facilitate this deal. I love it. That is awesome. It's so cute. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, good job. That's uh, I mean, who doesn't like uh, – I guess that story was just a treat. Yeah, it was just a treat. Yes. <laughs> All right. Old Hickory Bat Company today signed their very first Tennessee high school name, image, and likeness agreement with Alex Jungens. As part of the deal, Jungens, who is a star switch hitting infielder for Lipscomb Academy, will use Old Hickory Bats exclusively while competing with a showcase team, Dirtbags National. During, <laughs> I love it. During the 2023 summer and fall seasons. Wow, dirtbags. I love it. That's really cool. It's also very interesting that they're doing it in the offseason because that's it's huge for baseball. Yeah. The offseason play is how you get noticed out there. Um, it kind of reminds you of what they're doing with the Savannah Bananas or mm-hmm. formerly did. Really cool stuff. Yes, I love it. I love it. This is great. All right. We're, that was it, guys. We're going to cut it here. Thank you all so much for listening today. Shout out again to Ryan. If you have any questions like Ryan did, or just anything cool you want to share with us, mm-hmm. send it on to us. We love them. Um, if you'd like to learn more about our Victify platform, visit victify.com. We have this awesome platform called Nilly where we help athletes build their brands. Check it out at nilly.io. And if you're into compliance, our framework compliance is top-notch. Tip-top, tippity-top. Best of the best, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us a shot. We'll blow you away. Um, and if you want to follow the rest of our Nillies, follow them all the time on social media. We love, launch them daily. Yes. You can follow us on Instagram at name image likeness podcast or on Twitter at victory NIL. We have the stupidest video of a fire that will not stop getting likes. People love fire. It's so annoying. It's unrelated to anything else we do, but whatever. If you want to see it, check it out. Um, if you, if you want it all in one place, you can follow our drift. Um, and thank you so much. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. We appreciate all of you. See you next week. Name Image Likeness is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. The show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer. Thanks to the team at Victory 5 for creating content for this week's episode.